Hi there, my name is Teresa Anderson and I'm your spiritual guide. And in a few moments, I'm going to be leading you through part two of a guided meditation and visualization vision quest episode that I've created just for you. If you haven't already listened to the vision quest part one podcast episode, you can listen to that now, but you don't have to. You can start here at part two and experience this as a standalone guided meditation and visualization and have plenty of unique opportunities in this part two of the vision quest to receive insights and inspiration for your life. Here's a brief overview from my perspective regarding what a vision quest can be. Just know that I'm aware and that I respect that each person who listens to this podcast may have very different beliefs, views, and opinions regarding this topic and spirituality in general. So now for a brief overview. Since ancient times, people have sought out experiences in the wilds of nature in order to seek guidance and renewal for themselves. Some people seek to go out on a vision quest out of a desire to let some aspects within their lives or selves die, so to speak, to connect to some aspects of their own selves that is ready to be reborn or rekindled. For some who may be at a crossroads or a turning point in their lives, they might feel drawn to a vision quest in order to seek guidance, perhaps, around a spiritual aspect that is bubbling up, or maybe they are on a quest to receive insights around a possible new life direction as some possibilities. So now, in order to prepare you for this guided meditation and visualization, make sure that you're not driving a vehicle or operating any machinery. You'll want to find a space where you know that you will not be interrupted for the next 20 minutes or so. Turn off any cell phones or electronics. As you explore this guided visualization, I invite you to be curious and to trust yourself if you receive anything like impressions or hunches or new perceptions about something. Know too that it's also okay if you feel you don't perceive very much. Things may bubble up after the visualization, and I encourage you to be curious and to be open as they do. Remember that you can come back and listen to this meditation and visualization as often as you would like. So now, find a relaxing space. And once you are in that relaxing space, make yourself comfortable. For example, you may want to lay down or to sit up. You just don't want to fall asleep. And I invite you now to just close your eyes and listen to my voice and begin noticing your breath. There's no special way to breathe. Just breathe. And notice as you are breathing, you are becoming more and more relaxed. Trust that you will remember what you need to during this exploration. You can make notes after the experience if you would like. If you haven't already done so, now close your eyes. You find yourself waking up to the sun rising in this remote area of the Arizona desert on the second leg of your vision quest. You are aware that your guide Johnny is starting to stir as well. You are recalling now how cool it was last night in the desert and how clear the night sky was. As you look towards the horizon, you become interested now 
and watching the sunrise as it comes over the top of the boulders in the distance. Perhaps you feel different on this second day of the vision quest, having spent time in shifts with Johnny through the night, keeping the campfire burning. Maybe it felt reassuring to you to have had the warmth of the campfire during the night, as well as the protection of the fire that made you feel safe, perhaps through the night, even as you heard what sounded like various animal sounds in the distance. Now you and Johnny start to regroup around the campfire as you start to prepare to enjoy either a cup of tea or a freshly brewed cup of coffee together. Johnny wonders if your sense of smell seems heightened as you breathe in the aroma of your preferred beverage. As you give this some thought, you take out an orange from your backpack and as you're looking at it in your hand, you wonder if the color of the orange seems more vivid than you remember than the time when you bought it. As you start to peel the orange, do you notice a citrus essence smell around you? Can you sense a tangy fresh orange oil smell in the air or even on your fingertips? Just notice whatever is coming up for you and know that it's perfect for you in this experience. There's no right or wrong way to perceive or sense. Next, Johnny shares with you that for him personally, there's usually a shift that occurs the first morning of a vision quest when he starts to realize more fully that many of the distractions and the busyness of regular life routines are left behind. And he finds that within this new environment, he has the ability to become more present with everything around him, including all of the different things he starts to notice in nature. It's as if his senses come online more, so to speak, and they become seemingly more amplified. Johnny invites you to just start to notice how you found the experience on a sensory or even on an emotional level when you were noticing things about the orange. Perhaps the pungent smell of the bright citrus flavors and juiciness when it came closer to your nose reminded you of a bright, happy moment that could have been related to a past memory, or maybe the smell of the citrus on your hands and fingertips served to stimulate you and wake up your energy level more this morning to bring a sense of renewed vitality or aliveness, or perhaps enthusiasm for the vision quest journey yet to come. Johnny suggests that if you ever come to realize that after you leave this space that your life is feeling symbolically like a dry, arid, parched place, you can always call in the memory of the orange, for example, to remind you that you can choose to bring in a juicy new aspect into your life to help enliven you and shift you out of that place. It is best if you can try to stay open to all that you encounter here with curiosity on the vision quest. Sometimes different elements in nature will try to inform you or show up perhaps in different ways. Invite yourself to keep aware that things can show up sometimes even quite unexpectedly. For example, Johnny explains that when he was going through a turbulent relationship, he came upon a tree that appeared to him to look quite twisted and it had two entwined trunks as part of the same tree. Johnny found connection and meaning as he came to perceive that the tree was literally half alive and also appeared to be half dead. 
This specific encounter helped to inform him over a period of time, and it gave him things to ponder, and he was able to relate this tree experience with his challenging relationship back at home. For Johnny, this particular tree acted as a wise guide and helper on that particular vision quest. Next, you look over at Johnny and you notice that he has taken a few drops of water and made a movement with his hand over his forehead, his eyelids, his nose, mouth, heart area, and his stomach. You ask him what he was doing. He tells you that on the first morning of each vision quest, it is a personalized ritual that he does to call himself more into presence and to invite the elements of nature to connect on whatever level they can to perhaps communicate guidance and to commune with him. And next, as you prepare to leave for the camp area for the day, you and Johnny make sure the campfire is put out and things are packed up. Johnny explains that you will hike towards the boulders in the distance and explore things there. As you're walking, you start to observe many aspects of nature as the desert floor and the sky begin to stir and animate. Next, you become aware that you're coming upon a desert tortoise. It is off to your left and you are a little surprised at first for if it wasn't moving, you likely would not have discovered it. As the tortoise is so camouflaged and looks to you like a desert rock from a distance, the tortoise blends in so easily into the landscape, almost invisible even to your keen eye. Johnny next gives a bit of information about this tortoise and likens it to a desert tank symbolically, as this tortoise has great adaptations for the challenges it faces living in the desert. The desert tortoise's most noticeable adaptation is its shell. A tortoise can be threatened by all kinds of predators here, such as snakes, foxes, bobcats, coyotes, and golden eagles, just to name a few. What is awesome about this tortoise is that its shell provides effective protection, especially when threatened, he can draw in his head and his legs and arms. Another adaptation is that the desert tortoise is able to retreat from the heat by burrowing down into the desert ground. They can store water like a tank in their bladder as well they can go for long periods of time without food or water. You find yourself relating to this desert tortoise and you start to wonder what are some of the ways that you sometimes want to be camouflaged, so to speak, in an area in your life. Is there a desire sometimes that you have where you wish you could go into an invisibility mode? And in what area in your life would you want to do that? And just be curious as to why. Or maybe you sense that this tortoise is pointing you to do the opposite of turtling and consider where in your life you might be being nudged or prodded to come out of your shell and instead of retreating or pulling parts of yourself back into a retreat mode, you might be being called to come out and be more visible and be seen and maybe you're being called to be in the spotlight. 
Can you perhaps sense an area in your life where you actually prefer being more self-contained and feel better having a hard shell or a guard up around yourself? Many of us at one time or another may want to be left alone and need time to retreat or to regroup without being prodded or probed. Knowing how you generally retreat and pull back can be useful knowledge to reflect upon. And how might this tortoise be modeling a sense of self-sufficiency? This is another aspect that you can reflect upon on your journey of self-inquiry. Maybe you find that you're already very self-sufficient and actually are kind of in need now of more help in some area in your life or would prefer maybe just to stay self-sufficient if that's working for you. As you continue walking, you find you are noticing different things along the walk and you start to make connections of different kinds as you go along. Trust that things will reveal themselves even after you leave this space. Soon enough, you arrive at a large area of giant rocks and boulders. Johnny relates that these boulders never cease to fascinate him and engage his senses. He finds he is always struck by the boulders' sheer size and weight. It gives him a sense of feeling exceptionally grounded, especially like when now he's touching the boulders, and even more so when he starts to climb over them. As you start to move over these boulders now, what is coming up for you? What do you think of these weighted, heavy elements of nature and what connections can you make? Johnny encourages you to ask the boulders for strength and guidance and support if you need it in some area in your life. Sometimes if you feel that things don't feel so solid or stable beneath you or secure in your life, you might want to remember touching these boulders and allowing these rock forms to come to you in times of need when you are wanting to feel more grounded and capable of facing tough situations. Climbing up and over these huge boulders now takes a lot of tenacity and it takes some energy as well. And you may find a connection to all of this in your life and you may want to reflect upon times when you have found yourself putting in tons of effort with little results. Perhaps you can start to relate all of this to your vision quest intention and how the presence of these boulders or being on the walk so far has made a connection for you or provided you with a new thought or perception that is bringing some valued guidance or new wisdom. Next, you can see Johnny smiling as he points to the sky and you notice high up there's a golden eagle. The appearance of the golden eagle might already bring up something for you as you make a connection to it showing up now on the vision quest. Just knowing that eagles have very keen eyesight from very high altitudes where they can spot movement on the ground is one aspect that you might want to consider and see what connections you can make as it relates to your own life. You may want to ponder how having a bigger picture might benefit you in your life now. For being able to consider many moving parts at the same time and seeing something from a bigger perspective might be a new opportunity for you to perceive things differently and there might be new possible solutions or remedies that you hadn't thought of until now. 
Maybe you can relate to the words golden eagle symbolically. Perhaps it even can make you think of a golden opportunity and how if it started to present itself to you, even after you leave this space, you might be more open to seeing opportunities as golden. As you reflected upon all of this, you notice a feather coming down from the sky. It floats down and lands at your feet. You pick up the feather and perhaps you are able to open up now to receiving a message as you feel there may be a message there related to all of this and you're also willing to be patient and wait until it reveals itself. Johnny asks you if you could fly like an eagle, what kind of new territory would you want to venture into as part of a vision for your future? You both find now that you need to take a break as you're both thirsty and getting tired. Next, you begin making your way back to the area where you will make a fire and stay for the night. After dinner, as you're by the fire, Johnny reminds you that you've had all kinds of things that you've experienced today. And yet, some things you might feel have not been fully revealed to you yet, as it's still below your awareness. He encourages you to give yourself time even after you leave this space and to just observe and make any notes of things like dreams or images or impressions that may come to you over the days to come. And know that you can always look up and research any of the power animals or elements that you're curious about and seem to deeply resonate with you from this experience. Next, Johnny invites you to write down an insight that you might have had today that may relate to a part of your life that is now winding up or ending, or something that you are wanting to find peace with through a deep letting go. Once you have written that on a small piece of paper, you're ready to put it into the fire. As you now watch the paper turn into ashes, you feel like you're ready to now sit quietly, relax, and just watch the fire. As you prepare now to leave this space, know that you can come back here anytime. You thank Johnny for his companionship on this vision quest. And you silently go through the images and sensations of the day, including seeing the orange. And then coming upon the tortoise. And of climbing the boulders and of reflecting on the encounter with the golden eagle and of finally letting things burn away in the fire. So now take a couple of deep breaths and relax. And when it feels right to you, you can start to move your toes and wiggle your fingers. And you'll know when it feels like it's time to move back into a seated position. And you can open your eyes. I would like to thank you so very much for spending some of your time with me. And until next time, I wish you well.